Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Are you sure? Alone in the dark. See beyond your fear? An Infograms game. Ooh. Infograms. Infograms, I'm an armadillo. Hello and happy Halloween month to you all and welcome <laughs> back to Play Retro. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Johnson, and I'm having a hard time moving around. Perhaps it's these terrible tank controls and busted camera angles. Oh, well, maybe I can be Christian Slater one day. And, you know, if I just keep this up, it'll be fine. Now you made me sad. And I'm your other host, Brian Dunaway. And I can't tank this game enough for ruining survival horror controls and all these polygons for me. Mm. Karn, loading disc to me. Also, don't ask me about the hellhound I had to put down. I said, don't ask. (laughs) I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Was there a hellhound? I don't think I played far enough to get the hellhound. If you made it into the dream, if you played Alone in the Dark all the way up to the the Dreamcast and you and you played the new Nightmare, mm. there are hellhounds, and I have a story later about Uh-oh. said headhounds. I uh, headhounds, hellhounds, hellhounds, headhounds, hellhounds. What's the difference? Headhounds. They got those hounds same made uh, out of heads. Resident Evil had the hellhounds in '98 or '7 or whatever that was. For exactly. the first Resident Evil, and so I think I think I feel like this is Alone in the Dark taking it back. You know, they're like, "Hey, get out!" Yeah, of here. I think it, you would absolutely be right. We are definitely going to get to that because there is definitely a uh, a feeding uh, that goes back and forth between Alone in the Dark and the Resident Evil. Yeah, I'm going to give you know mm-hmm. we'll do we'll do this proper here in a bit, minute, but I'm going to give Alone in the Dark the the edge here. Not that they're better games because I don't think they <laughs> are, but they were first. For most they of the stuff. They were first. Yeah. They were there. Were we doing it first, yo? Yeah, first matters sometimes. So uh, It does. What does it matter in? It matters in video games. What else does first matter? Uh, uh, races, you know, if you're going to race somebody. Race. I, I don't right. mean race like, you know, like human race. I mean, like, you know, you're in a race for 50-yard line race and you win. Right. If you win, right. first matters. Uh, right. Uh, what else? First does- in uh, for first in uh, first in love. You want to be first oh, in love? Oh, I like that. Yeah, That's a nice yeah. thought on this Halloween month. Ooh. <laughs> sperm. Chat room says sperm. That's true. 
first. Yeah, I was, that's I was that's why I said love instead of I was going to go with something else, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm glad I didn't because the chat room does it for me. Thank yeah. you for being the bad guy. The I little uh, the little sperm gets there first, and hopefully it doesn't have to fight too hard to get yeah. through there. But it's not necessarily the one that gets there first, right? Because it isn't like a mem- this is play retro show by the way. We talk about retro video games, <laughs> but uh, sometimes we talk about uh, at the cellular level, and uh, yeah, but yep. you don't have to be fr- just being first doesn't mean you're gonna you're gonna get through there, right? Because no, no, a, first a membrane. It's, it's first through the membrane. Insane yeah. in first the brain. The membrane. Yep, yep, that's the one. If you do that, you get through that egg first. You're, yeah. I mean, that's what you're we home are. Free. That's what you are. That's what I am. What happens to the rest of them? I need to know some more biology. What happens if they just like quit? They you're die. Like, oh. They die. I like to think. <laughs> well, I know put, they die, but how they not? What happened? I wish they were put to work. Like they were, like you know, took smaller jobs. You know, right. just keep things clean, just kind of hanging out, you know, like custodial. Now I feel like my sex ed was really lacking in high school because I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, how is it only one makes it through? What happens after that? It's all, it's all, a, it's a numbers game, but the goal is right? just let's get one I mean, in there. Do, That's it. But what happens is that does the membrane on this, on the, on the egg suddenly stiffen up and it tosses everybody <laughs> out or the other sperm just go, mm, nah, he's already in there. Forget it. Let's well, go home, guys. The, the one that fertilizes first <laughs> is the winner. You might even have one there right next to it trying to do that, but it just, you know, if it right. can't do it. But what's the actual point behind the second one going, I just quit. What's what happens? I don't think they just quit. I think they just keep trying until they die. It's such a, a kind of a miserable brief existence. Those poor little guys. <laughs> I feel bad I for him. To get, I just, my mind has just gotten blown. I'm like, I don't actually know how that works. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Being first is, it's, you've ruined everything for me now. I don't I know. even know what being first is about now. Well, today, even, today we'll find out how, if you're first oh. in our video game discussion about Alone in the Dark, maybe you were first right. in, uh, I don't know, first to kill the hellhound. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we'll find out shortly. But before we do, a couple of retro things going on on the side. I picked up a game I wanted to recommend for people right. who really like, asteroids but want something modern okay something that isn't necessarily hey i want to just go back and play the old arcade game on mame or something like that um atari put out a bunch of games with the recharged brand name on them yes yes there's a whole bundle in there you can buy the whole thing for like 40 something bucks um i just wanted to taste test it and see what we had here and i thought well you know what i like asteroids let's see how asteroids recharged is it's only 10 bucks on steam and uh, it's like a really cool modern take on the old game. Think like um, pa- uh, Champ- Pac-Man Championship Edition 1 and 2 or think uh, the Galaga one that's super crazy, that Space Invaders Or a Centipede game. Recharge like we, we talked about briefly last week. Yeah, we did. Episode. That's how it came yeah. up, actually. That was what reminded me of it. I was like, well, I should check one of these out. So that's the one I grabbed. It had the highest reviews. That was the other reason I wanted it. And uh, it's a cool take on an old game. And, and it even has a mode that lets you play it basically like the old one. Uh, with the same rules and stuff. But the modern version of it is like, hey, this plays like that game, but also there are power-ups and stuff. And those power-ups are temporary and they are awesome while you have them. And it's a little bit more like a, I'm not going to call it a roguelike because it's still kind of just a leaderboard type thing, three lives and you're dead, that sort of thing. Um, right, right. Cool music. It's just, it's pretty rad. And it plays really well on the Steam Deck is the other do side. You go, do you go, when you're uh, when you're speeding up and going sort of. around like the yeah no Dif- different sound but yes oh is it yeah you still do can, that can though. you give me can you give me a sample can you just do it with your mouth a little mouth sample just okay so it's like grandpa snoring okay got it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's about right 
Anyway, good stuff there. Hey, Brian, uh, what else have you been doing in the world of retro gaming? Oh, wow. I had an amazing weekend this past week. Uh, my, my son, Drew, that's my oldest son. You've met him before uh, at the when we've got little to get, get-togethers. Uh, he introduced me to an amazing retro gaming store up in uh, Anderson, South Carolina. It's called Game Cash. It's in a mall of all places. Oh, wow. Uh, it's about, yeah, it's about like an hour away from me. Um, and, and now I'm pretty sure I'm going to be broke because I mean, these people had every freaking thing. Are they really into it? Like you can tell they're like super, you know, hardcore, uh, uh, you know, in that world. And so now they've, they've, the the only thing they could do is make a store. Cause what else are you going to do with that lifestyle? Right. They're, they're like my spirit animal because they, okay. So I was going in there and I was like, Oh, Andrew's telling me about it. He's like, yeah, it's a retro game store. I'm like, Oh yeah, I've been to retro game stores. You go in there, you find a bunch of cases, you know, it's like they got grades on them and stuff. You know, they're all in the little plastic containers and it's like, yeah, right. Like I'm spending $300 on this. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was worried to get that, but no, I got there and it's like this amazing mix of them cataloging stuff. Uh, you know, it, from from all the way from like the you know the Atari twenty six hundred on to you know more recent things like the PS two, even some PS three stuff. Uh, they, just a huge variety of of game gear, uh, and and cartridges, and they they've done a pretty good display in one section of the store where they've kind of got everything you know marked and priced reasonably sure. too. Like, uh, and so I was I was glad for that, and uh, but then they also had like this big area of stuff they were going through and the area of stuff they were going through was outrageous and i w- we was like can, can we look at this stuff too and yeah. they were like yeah go ahead and yeah. no prices on those things you just pick them up and you go huh yeah. and then he gets on his little phone i'm sure he's going to like price charting or you know or ebay or something and he's like looking at the price and i'm doing the same thing you know we're having like a little little game where he's going through his phone i'm going through my phone i'm like okay go ahead just you say a price let to see if you're really ripping me off or not right and so you know he basically quoted me the price of what you would see on a price charting and then he come off that a little bit you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i could get it instantly i didn't have to pay shipping i he would he tested it for me so I could see that it worked, you know, and if it if it broke, I could take it back. By the way, it's game cash, like C A C H E. Yeah, like you're uh, caching the, your memory or whatever. Right, and so and so I was like, yeah, this is the place for me, man, because you know, it didn't have, nothing had to be in pristine condition because that's not me. I'm yeah. not I'm not looking for like I need this game and I need it in a case and I need a manual. Those were options. If they're there, great. But, yeah, you'll pay more. Yeah, but sure. Yeah. But I, I thought it wasn't. Oh, Paylel saying sorry, our mall sucks in Anderson. Is it? I'll tell you what. I went to the Anderson Mall. Congratulations on those guys for reenacting 1980s mm. because this mall looked like it is. Even the it's funny because I'm in there and a lot of the stores since 80s clothing, you know, is making a comeback in a yeah. lot of ways. All the stores in there were carrying like these old 80s looking clothes and stuff, and I literally felt like. I was stepping back in time. This is older mall. It's been there for a while. It's yeah. been, it was there during the eighties. Sure. It's fine. It's not a, it's not a bad mall. My mall here we have is practically abandoned, but you know, they, they try to make, like, make it look modern. That's fine, but it's really nothing more than a, you know, like the, the, the strip malls. Well, according, according to their website, they've still got things like, you know, JC Penny, GNC, hot topic. Yeah, uh, yeah know, exactly. They got American the old Eagle. school They're stuff. Fine. They're fine. Yeah. So just actually, go in you there. know what? I'm going to argue that mall's doing better than most. I went to a mall the other day yeah. that used to be the freaking bomb, dude. That place had everything you'd ever want ever. 
and it's all dumb stores and weird, like converted, uh, you know, what used to be a big department store is now like a weird art installation. And it's right. just a funky like attempt to try to revive it all. But there was one at ours as well called uh, Platform. It's a funny name oh. for a game store, but same well, deal. Like it. Just chock. It's smaller than this because I'm looking at pictures yeah, here. Yeah, but it's chock full of uh, you know old consoles, cartridges, stuff like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And, so, and this also while we were there, they, there was somebody who had pretty good idea. Really, they had a they had set up an arcade. We got there kind of early. Uh, and the, some of the places were still closed. It was a Sunday. No, it was a Saturday. Was it a Saturday? It was a Saturday. Mm. Uh, but it, they, they hadn't opened everything up. And uh, and there was an arcade in there. I was like, oh, an arcade. Mm-hmm. And it was just a room full of one-up arcade machines. Oh, my. And you just, played a, you just paid a flat fee. You got to go in there. And and play those. They had some adult nights where you know you could you could uh, you could play more adult games because it is a mall still. Uh, and they had like uh, they had like uh, monitors on the walls. They had PS fives and you know Xbox Series Xs. And it was just I was like, cool, dude. Which this was open right now, but it's not. But man, yeah, going to Game Cash in the Anderson Mall and getting to meet uh, I think his name was Todd is his name. And I think he's the the dad and then his son actually owns the store. I want to go back and meet him too. But man, I found a Sega Genesis uh thirty two I found the Sega Genesis thirty two X, but I also found like the C D, the Sega C D, which I've been looking for one. Yeah. And uh it had a uh it had a, a, a the pla- had like the 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 platform for it and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I found that in the little bin I was looking at. And he's like, oh, you want one of those? And I was like, uh, yeah. He said, well, we haven't tested that one yet, but let me go put you one together. So he had like all the cables in one area and he had like a whole bunch of them. And I, I love like, this. I love wow. it. I, I love just it. Come I'd in go here. there all the time. I would probably avoid mall, a mall unless if they had a store like this, I would go there more often. Right. That means I would eat there. That means I would help turn that damn place around, man. <laughs> if this thing was like, like I said, thank God it's an hour away because I would be, I'm already going to be broke. But I would be even more broke. I I picked up. I figured we'd probably play uh, the zombies. The 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 zombies ate my neighbors mm-hmm. game probably yeah. sometime in the near future. So I went ahead and pick, picked up a copy of that. Yeah. Uh, I think I paid like twenty something bucks for it. Uh, if you go on like price charting, it's like twenty five thirty dollars for uh, the loose for the loose. And so yeah, just really excited. Want to give a shout out to those guys. That was that was a pretty good experience. Big shout. Well, out I'm going to I'm gonna try something real quick. I'm going to call them and ask them a question. Okay. Okay, Let's see what you happens. Got the phone here. number? Are they yeah, open I got, now? I got it right here. Hold on. Do it. Okay, here we go. Ring. Second ring. Thanks for calling GameCast. This is Troy. Yes, Troy. I was wondering if you guys have any copies of Top Gun for the Nintendo Entertainment System, the old cartridge? Mm, I believe so. Um, give me a second. I can dig around. Uh, awesome. Are you actually more. I could. Uh, I'm more curious about how much how much uh, that might cost. Is there a general cost for that era of game, or is it that's is it specific per game? Yeah, they're all individually priced, but that one's uh, definitely one of the least expensive ones. Um, yeah, it's not a great game. That one's only like seven bucks. <laughs> seven bucks. Okay, cool. Well, I appreciate your help. Thank you so much. All right. <laughs> Wait, that's Trey. That's the owner. That's Is that the, the guy. I didn't talk to Trey. He wasn't there that day. But okay. yeah, right. nice. Yeah. See, look at look at the service. Seven dollar yeah. game. It is a bad game. <laughs> it is a bad game, but it's still, a it was game. a good. It was a good question. I mean, because oh. you knew he would know off the top of his head, right? That's uh, all I can think know, of. So too. That, that was good. That's all I could think of. 
Um, all right. Now it's good. Let's take uh, let's take a walk over here to this. Wait, wait. Oh, what? Did I miss something? What did I miss? Yeah, wait. I, I did. I talked way too long, but I got I got to give a shout out. Oh, what'd you do? I, I got to give a shout out. Uh, oh, because- someone sent Brian more free shit. I just know how this is going to go. What'd you get? What'd you get? Oh, my uh, gosh. He's opening a giant box. There's something rad in here. Damn Look it. at this. What is Look this? At this. What is Look it? at this. Anthony assembled and sent me this. And you're thinking, oh, cool. An Atari 2600, except it's Legos, baby. What? It's got the working guts in there? Oh, no. It's a yes. Little, well, it does have the working guts. House. It's got like a little diorama inside. Dude. Yeah, and- <laughs> is that a kit or did he make that up? No, this is, you can get this from Lego. This is a real kit. There's an NES version as well, but this is the Atari version. Oh. And it is wicked cool, man. You know, it's got, it It slides open, the the little uh, the little power buttons and the difficulty, game select, all that stuff it comes with a little controller. Uh, and I thought about it. I thought, like, man, I wonder if I could, like, uh, put a Raspberry Pi in here or something and hook it up for reels. I think that'd be kind of cool. What That's did I do to these people? Why, why do they not like me? <laughs> well... I don't know. Why don't you check your email from time to time? Because uh, you remember we showed that uh, the Legend of Zelda uh, game manual? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Legend of Zelda. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, we had an offer from a pr- printer in Texas, and we're going to be talking about that more when it arrives. Uh, but he he said to send me uh, the address, and I sent you a Discord message on that. Yeah. You just need to send me your address, and he's going to print them out for us. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I guess I should check that email. I, d- I check that email every week <laughs> when, I, when I go pick one for the show. <laughs> <laughs> Ah shit. Well, all but right. Look, then. there's 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 a lot of messages in there. We only read a few. You might think we only have a few emails every week, be- listener, no, because we, we like only read a couple of them. Uh, but yeah, we get we get a good bit of email through that. We get a load. Uh, Play retro show at gmail.com. That's right. Check this out. Shall we play a game? Yeah, let's play a game. Let's play Alone in the Dark. Yeah, baby, the 1992 DOS 3DO Mac game. It's where this thing yes. first originally showed its ugly face. And I say ugly only in retrospect. At the time, I think we were all a little blown away by it. I was. I remember going, ooh, look at this. And my PC wouldn't play it because it was too old. And I think I needed how would you? How would you, like to, uh, how would you like to hear like a quick uh, a magazine review from that before we get a, before we get it started? What do you think? Do okay, it. so review of the time. This is 1993. Electronic Games. Remember those guys? Yeah, I remember them. They're yeah. still around. Yeah. Aren't right. they? All Electronic Games? Perfect. They're so, still around, aren't they? No. Oh, yeah, I'm nah, thinking of, you know what? It's, not, I'm just thinking of Electronic Arts and it's and it's poking my brain. I'm I'm being dumb. That's probably it. Yeah, continue. that's probably it. But when this was released and this was 1993, uh, here's here's the review. Although it's perfect for computer adventurers, the ultimate uh, testimony to the wonder of this game is that even those who dislike the genre will love Alone in the Dark. And they gave them like a nine on their rating. And here's just a little bit more. While the rest of the gaming world is awaiting the release of the seventh guest. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, it wasn't even out deal. yet. Yeah. Spectacular CD-ROM haunted house adventure. Alone in the Dark has already set a new standard in graphic presentation. Whoa. It, they thought it was amazing. Yeah. Without the luxury of CD-ROM technology. And it's an unfortunate byproduct. Dreadful overacting by digitized live performers. This guy did not like those digitized live performers oh, back then in well, 93. That's, that's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah two, the 256 color VGA display actually reveals more texture and depth. Uh, it is low detail setting than most other games can offer at their highest. This was well received at mm-hmm. the time. It was. It was huge. It was a big hit. People loved it. Um, two movies got made. They're both bad, especially the second Fast one. Fast forward. 
Yeah, fast forward 30 years. Literally been 30 years. Uh, this was released in 1992, and here it is, uh, 2022. Yeah, so, and it's about that. to get uh, a re, not remake, uh, a new yeah. one. They're making a new game. It was just announced. Uh, a re, a, a reimagining is what it is. I yeah, which it'll you know modern trappings, beautiful graphics, whatever. It'll it'll be a PS5, Steam, possible mm-hmm. Xbox thing. I don't, I don't, we don't know for sure. We yeah. know Steam and PS5 for sure at the moment. Yeah, PS5 has a has a trailer. We'll probably wa- watch that a little later. Yeah, maybe. So the original game, uh, if you're looking at it now, like some of the people in the chat are probably looking at it and going, well, this looks a lot like the way Resident Evil worked, except obviously this character is very different. Um, That's because it pioneered this like weird preset camera and tank controls of your character, which everyone always thinks is of a Resident Evil trope. And it is, but these guys did it first. And uh, if I remember right, you use the arrow keys. At least I had to with a DOS box play I did uh, yesterday. Correct. Uh, yeah. Use the arrow keys to menu, uh, to move around. Um, I think maybe there's some mouse stuff. I can't remember. I, I didn't have any mouse on this one. Uh, it was arrow keys, uh, space bar, and enter. I enter. believe it was like six. It was six total keys. Yeah. I believe that you could do. We haven't bought it. This was an era in in PC gaming where the WASD thing had just not happened yet. <laughs> yeah, we didn't yeah. know about WASD yet and how it was going to yeah. take over. Yep. And um, we're still in uh we're still in three dot eleven territory, right? So I mean not everybody even has a mouse, maybe. I mean most people should. Most people probably you might might have ninety two yeah, mouse. You might have in ninety two. I don't know. I mean, most people would have had a mouse. Most. Yeah, if you were I guess if you well, were it wasn't a guarantee. One. Yeah. If you were still a hardcore holdout on using DOS, right. Uh, my guess is you didn't have a mouse. Maybe you did. And like even WordPerfect for DOS had mouse support. So maybe you did. Right, right. But anyway, the game was like full of puzzles. You go to this old house, you walk around in there, you try not to get killed by stuff that you discover. You try to uncover the mystery of the place. I uh, got some audio that kind of sets up things story-wise. So check this out. On my door, a dull brass plate says private detective. So he's a, you know... He's a dick. He's a dick. Yeah, there you go. Nailed it. He's a dick. <laughs> I thought he talked longer. I put some ice in my mouth. I thought he was talking longer so I could chew my ice, but nope. Anyway, yeah. that's dangerous yeah. anyway. Don't choose mice. Or choose ice. Or <laughs> choose mice. Don't choose mice. Anyway, um, yeah, so you're a detective. You got to go figure out what's going on over there. And uh, this is some sound of some walking around. The little f- footfalls. Actually, going to argue the first game did better sound work than two or three or the second or third one. I think that those games have some rough yeah. sound work, and I don't know why. Like, yeah. why we're does probably end up? Yeah. We're probably going to end up talking more about the first one than we are about two or three, yeah. um, simply because two and three aren't nearly as good, and they're just kind of more of the same, just mm-hmm. different settings, right. a different mix of of puzzles and that kind of stuff. But yep. yeah, yep. And it but was, I would say um, I would agree with you. Even this part right here where he's fighting, which you have to do in a menu. You want to choose to fight in a menu. Yeah. Which is very weird. Um, anyway, you you uh, you have to choose that, and then you get into this little fight. And even that reminds me a little bit of Resident Evil. When you'd shoot a zombie in the head, it would kind of have this fallback animation and then come at you again. Yeah. Um, so a lot of that stuff just sort of established in what would be, I think, pretty much... I mean, if you're talking graphically anyway, this is like the first survival horror game yeah of its of its kind i don't think anything else before this existed i looked around i tried to find some stuff that predated it 
that you could call fitting that genre and I couldn't do it. This is it. Yeah, I think game. I think this is pretty much it. Now, some people may say this game that was over, but this is the first popular game that did this. This was it. They were they were they, this is a genre defining game. All of these elements you pretty much see going forward in the survival. But they didn't call it survival horror during that time. They just said it was an, he, they just called it an adventure game. Yeah. Yeah. With uh, with uh, Cthulhu type uh, horror in it, right? Yeah, definitely Cthulhu type horror. That's the horror we're talking about here, not necessarily horror. straight zombie or you know, I don't know, uh, uh, chemical gone wrong. The way you know, Resident Evil, everything's like, ah, oh, the company did it, and now everything's effed. And this doesn't do that. This right. is more like traditional. I mean, it's even set in what, like the nineteen twenties? Yeah, correct. Yeah, nineteen twenties. Uh, Frederick uh, Raynal. Uh, French guy, yep. right? Yep, French dude. Uh, he he, uh, his dad uh, had a computer and video rental shop, and so he watched a lot of horror movies. Mm-hmm. Loved them, like and do. I'm with him. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And so he programmed and directed this game, and you can really feel it. You yeah. can really feel it. You now, can. Now uh, I'm gonna yeah. I, back to the sound work. I think the sound work in the game in the first game is legitimately creepy. And uh, yes. super resonant and has just a really, I agree with that review, really killer sound work. What yeah. happened with two and three? Like by the time we got to New Nightmare in a one, it was better. But three yeah. and two, I'll play some of it some when we get to these two games to talk about them more. Yeah. It's terrible. Like yeah. bad. Yeah. And, like uh, he's running in the grass it, it, and it's going. <laughs> like, like, like people knocking breathing, on a door. The breathing is really weird. Okay, so a couple of things are going on here. The the when the first one was, was released, it was on four floppy disk. So yeah. we're still in floppy disk with the you know the small floppy disk. Yeah. Um. So all the all the multimedia had to be you know on there. Oh, you're talking and about a three on, and a quarter inch three and a quarter inch uh, hard right. case floppy disk. Yeah. There. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So uh. So the, that so four disks there. Load those puppies up on your DOS machine or Mac later on. Like 3DO and Mac, they both had uh, copies too. But I don't think they came along until 1994 or so. Or they didn't launch on the. They launched it, DOS. Oh, they did not launch 3DO or Mac. Those did correct. come later. You're right. Yeah. yeah. They they ported those later. Um. But yeah, the I'm I'm with you. The it it felt like they were kind of. I think what happened was so one of the things I had read was. That Alone in the Dark was supposed to be originally just going to be one game that was supposed to be uh, almost like an anthology of games. It wasn't going to be this same topic every time. They were just going to use the game engine, Mm -hmm. uh, which... And they were going to have different themes and settings and the popularity of this game. It actually did pretty decent, did pretty good. Good enough for them to go, we should probably look at two. But I don't... They didn't have a plan mapped out. At the time, I worked for a small computer company. Uh, It was just a dumb... 22 year old or however old I was not even right. that and uh, when I first saw this everybody in the office uh, upgraded their computer to play it like that's how yeah. into it oh, we were and that wasn't cheap then it was to. like I gotta get four more megabytes of RAM I gotta get a 486 yes. DX2 instead of this yes. this DS or whatever the hell it was 25 megahertz 486 piece of shit <laughs> like you had to go you had to go nuts to to you upgrade, did. and this happened every time anything cool came out. Ultima Ultima Underworld, I guess it was called, came out, and we all did the same thing. We did it for Doom. We did it for Quake. Like every time there was some massive new change, 
Yeah, we're back in the back, swapping out hardware, buying new motherboards, putting a new video card in. Yeah. It was just the way it was. So. It, yeah, exactly. We like now we just think, okay, I need the latest video card. And that's pretty much usually unless you get to a certain point, that's really all you ever had to do. But uh, back then you had to replace a, a, a lot of components. As a matter of fact, you would, might not even were you building yours at that point? Oh or? yeah, hell yeah. Was, Always. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't building at this point because uh I I, I just wasn't interested yet. Um but yeah, you have to, like you said, you have to, you have to upgrade. And the reason why is because we're talking about polygons here. We're rendering characters in real time, polygon, even though the background is, is you think is 3D rendered, uh, but it's not. It's, it was, uh, it, it was, he rendered an environment, a 3D environment. It was just a wireframe, uh, Frederick. Uh, he, he did that and then he sent it out through the office and they used uh, uh, Paint Deluxe. Is that the right one? I think yeah, it is. Yeah, or Deluxe so Paint. Which way I say it backwards all the time. Deluxe uh, Paint. That's and, correct. Yeah. Right. And then they would they 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 literally just did like a, you know a photo, and then they they put that in here, and then he would draw wireframes over it for the collision boxes. Yeah. So everything you're seeing here, the only thing you're seeing is the is the polygons of the of the characters and the enemies. And by the way, the chat room is loving the thing that drew me to the movie. I'm mean, to the movie, to the game. The first thing that you'll notice about this game is the hilarious fight. All the fights are hilarious. The oh, way yeah, this none character of them, moves. None of them are cool. Hilarious. They don't look cool ever fighting ever. <laughs> he looks ridiculous. He just looks so stupid the way he moves. I mean, again, like they're breaking new ground here for 3d and for mood and yeah. for tone. But this, I mean, I I'll admit it. I tried to play a whole bunch of this yesterday. Yeah, it was hard, like it, not hard, difficult, a, but like hard, like, oh, it's just so kludgy and everything moves slow. And it's just this very funky thing. And I love it for that, though, because this is pioneering time for this stuff. Right. Like, yeah, nobody knew and that's what you're how supposed, this was going to go. That's what 3D. you're supposed to feel that that is still the technology was was lining up with the story. And I don't uh, how much of it was intentional. Some of it was intentional, but some of it was, you know, uh, just incidental where you are moving slow, but it's partially because you know, like it moves so fast, mm -hmm. but it makes the character vulnerable, which makes you feel vulnerable, which makes it, you know, it brings the anxiety up. Mm -hmm. uh, and so there, there's a lot of things that just worked here that just would keep moving forward. And one of the reasons why he looks so goofy is because it's such limited number of frames for animation. It's mm -hmm. like, I, th I think like the walk cycle is like three or four uh, frames and then I guess probably those judo chops he's got or the the headbutt that's yeah. probably a couple of frames. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's uh, but it 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 brings joy and there was actually a couple of times that I was creeped out and startled. But some of us because you know how old stuff is creepy sometimes. Oh yeah, no, I feel you. Like right now, this <laughs> weird like, gargoyle he just woke up by touching the mirror is another one. Yeah, like it's, there, it's like there's something about him. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's weird, but yeah. it, it, I don't know if it's what it is about human nature. But sometimes when we see things that are old, it gives it a creepier nature. And this feels it feels old and it, and it has a, a creepiness to it that I love. Yeah, I kind of do, too. I also love his run because it looks like me being chased by a spider. It's really it stupid. Is, and that's hilarious. I watched I spent so much time watching all this stuff on this. Frederick uh, Renal, I hope to butcher his name, I'm sure. Uh, he's uh, he's French. And he gave a great in in, in the twenty years in 20, 2012, He gave this great uh, uh, post mortem on this game uh, at the uh, GDC, 
mm-hmm. the game developers conference. And it was, I, it was so fun watching him. And you talk about that funny run cycle. Mm-hmm. He was trying to describe that to one of the animators who was animating the character. Mm-hmm. He said, I need the character to run. And so he ran around the office to show him. And of course there's like, it's a small office and there's desk and stuff. And so he, he was running back and forth and he literally ran like that. <laughs> Wow. So and so the animator came back with it. They had a good laugh and then they kind of left it in. (laughs) Just leave Uh, it in. (laughs) But you can just see this. You can just see Frederick now back in 1991 when they were working on this, you know, trying to example, show an example of how to run, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just a small office and he's and he's doing this little 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 hop almost little short run so it's just kind of hilarious the surprising thing about the game is it's actually um, i remember back in the day thinking it looked huge and i played it and beat it and i felt like i played it for hours and hours and hours and hours but you can beat this game in about 55 minutes it's not hard you can you can beat in about 55 minutes uh typically you would probably like if you were if you were a new gamer at this time new to this type of style of fighting and and playing it was probably going to set you back you know three hours maybe four hours yeah. Uh, with our with all the stuff we've learned over the years. By the way, right now he's fighting one of my favorite things. What are these zo- chicken dogs, or what is that thing? They are zombie chickens. I had a lot of different people tell me. Well, they're I think they're this, they're this, and uh, he he mentioned uh, right now he mentioned it during the uh, during that post mortem. He says, yeah, it was like a, it's like a zombie chicken. You know, all this wow. stuff was based on originally when they were developing this game, they were going to base it on the Call of Cthulhu series, the the or the you know, the game, the Call right. of Cthulhu. Right. And, uh, and, <laughs> and because that's what they wanted. And the, they ended up the not going that game route. You're talking about, right? The tabletop game would have cost money to, to license and all that. Yeah. And they, yeah. and they had secured the license for it, uh, infograms. Yeah. Uh, my scenario, infograms, infograms, infograms. Well, let's see. How do the Info, guys say infograms. it? Let's see how that guy said it at the top here. Hold on. I'll play it again. Here we go. An infograms game. Infograms. Infograms. Yeah. Infograms. That's right. Maybe that's I just how say, I'm always say saying it. you got it wrong. It's infogra- infogames. Yeah. But, uh, no. Uh, they, they, had the, they had the IP. The, they, they had the IP, and they were trying to develop a game with it, and uh, this was where they wanted to apply it at first. And... Uh, after after I forget they they had a a treatment written up for it and and, and the guys over at uh, at the Call of Cthulhu said um, yeah no no don't not don't do that, that. Yeah. so they they kept some of the some of the spirit in but they kind of separated themselves from uh, from that uh, yeah. and they ended up using it later on in another game they had like I think it's called Shadow of the Comet in ninety three I remember that one also yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so that that's where they put their that's where they applied the IP at uh, it's funny how much of this you know, after playing some of it yesterday and also watching a ton of video of it, uh, yes. including what we're watching right now, how much of this is lifted by Capcom to make uh, Resident Evil? There's so many ideas here oh. that were already yeah. in play. And everybody looks at Resident Evil like, oh, it, it redefined a world of gaming and joy, <laughs> you know, like all the freak out. And I like Resident Evil or have in the past. Don't get me wrong. And the new ones are insane. But yes. they they owed a lot to these guys. And I'm not sure they ever got the credit. I agree. Deserve. As a matter of fact, I was shocked at how many people. Now, I got excited because in September they had the big announcement for the reimagining of the new Alone in the Dark, and I never really played it. I was aware of it, but I never really played it. And uh, I was super excited we got to play it this this past week. And oh yeah, I, I, but I was I was in the same situation when I hit Twitter and stuff. I'm like, oh, I I like this, and they're like, I've never even heard of this franchise, and I'm yeah. like, what? I know. There's a lot. There's a lot of that. It was, uh, you know, I hate to. 
I think there's a game here, okay, especially in its heyday. Right. But it's also, in a way, this was a PC gamer uh, tech demo. Yeah. This was a way of saying, hey, all y'all with your eight megabytes of RAM and your freaking 486 DX4 <laughs> or whatever the hell you bought, or your yeah. AMD, whatever those were called then, uh, guess what? That's what this hot new hardware is to play a game like this that won't run on your old shit and no console is going to do this. So congratulations. Well done. This is yeah. the hotness right now. But I don't we think didn't. as an overall, like, like games industry overall, especially in the 90s, I just don't think right. it was that well known outside of our circles, you know? Yeah, I agree. Cause it was, you're right. I mean, at the beginning of 92, it was only for the PC. So you wouldn't yeah. have seen it outside of that. So unless you got to, you got to the 3DO and then layer the Mac, but even that, those are both, you know, gamers weren't typically sitting in those areas. Not the big numbers anyway. Yeah. Um, I love how you walk in. It's amazing. Um, His yeah, walk is amazing. It, I, it's so good. It, Best walk in game it, history. I'm just going to say it now. It really is. <laughs> I I really love the fighting. I and I'll tell you, I, it didn't take me long to regress and to have some jump scares in this game. I di- I didn't think I was like ah this game ah this game can't creep me out. I'm like ah get out of here. Yeah. A couple of times got me pretty good. I'll there tell was you, a, I'll tell you a, what. Predefined pers- uh, perspectives when you walk into a room and it's like a, a yes. camera view that is like this weird obscure down ca- angle. And you can't quite see yourself and you don't know what's beyond Mm -hmm. it until you go there and the camera switches. There's something to that that totally holds up in terms of like scare tactic. It works. It really does. And it it falls back to that feeling like a cinematic. And I think that comes, you know, from him him having his dad having that, you know, that uh, rental place and being able to watch all those scary movies and thinking in a thinking of storytelling in a cinematic way. Uh, And it, yeah, it's. It, what 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 an interesting solutions he had for this adventure game that had you know nuances of horror in it. I mean, it wasn't you know that it, at all. You know what paranormal activity is? It's basically that movie is basically yeah. this concept of putting cameras in yeah. corners and then filming shit in you yeah. know in the middle of the night on freaking infrared or whatever. It's yeah. the same. It's the same. Whatever this game did to get you a little freaked out is a primal human thing. That is all about, I can't see, this is an unnatural position that I'm seeing from, and I can't tell what the hell's at the end of that hall until I go there. Yes. And this game does that still really well. I agree. It does. Yeah. And I, I I like, you know, I usually don't like, uh, I usually don't like where I have to like bust into a menu to equip things and that kind of stuff. But since the pacing of this game is so terribly, you know, slow and deliberate, that it doesn't bother me to to drop out and go. Okay, I got to go into fight mode. All right, here we go. Come it's on, such a your, weird thing to put it in fight. Put up mode. your fist. Put up your fisticuffs. You got We're fight. To, you got open right. search. You got um. <laughs> more of the other two. There's oh here it is. Close and push. Yeah, so you can push right. stuff. Uh, you can yeah. throw things. Uh, he he likes to rear back and huck a book as hard as he can, but it just drops below his feet as if he didn't throw it. It's yeah. hilarious. That throw, you better get good at that throw. I'm going to do a, okay. So if you're listening and you're like, oh no, don't spoil the game from 1992 because some of the puzzles, it's it's still an interesting run, but I'm going to spoil a couple of things. Do it. Who cares? That's old. That that throw is important, uh, especially at the end. So the, the, the background here essentially is that you're a detective. You're being hired by 
by Emily, who's I believe it's her uncle, if I understood correctly. And he hung himself in the house and there's some secrets going on and something's weirds going on in the house. And you got to go investigate it. You can, I think you can, you can play as Emily as well, but I'm not doing that. No. I'm, I'm no. going with the guys that it's in through the whole series. Uh, and so wait, did Emily trying... not show up in future editions of the game? I Emily? mean, the, I don't mean the modern, like the 20, was there a 2010 one or something? Not oh, like yeah, that. the 2000, there's a 2008 and then some kind of weird left for dead. I didn't even look at those. Yeah. Um, yeah, after two after after two thousand one's Dreamcast version, I said cutting that off right there, baby. Uh, until the new stuff comes out, I think you have um, to. I don't think you have to because I or I think you have yeah. to because the stuff that did come out on three sixty PS three era stuff is what I'm thinking right. of, or maybe it was PS two. I don't remember, but those were yeah, those were very bad games. Yeah, <laughs> they were. They like were I said, one bad. was like was like a Left for Dead clone kind of ripoff thing, and I'm yeah. like whatever. But basically, you're here at this at this at this manor, this mansion. Uh, because there is a, there's a wizard, uh, who, a sorcerer who is, who has, uh, entra- trapped himself in a, in a tree that the house is over or built on or something. And he's, you know, he's opened the, 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 the dark world. So there's all these dark creatures coming in and out. And, uh, so essentially you have to take that lamp that you see when you first start the character, you see the object that you're going to use. Yeah. To end the game, right? Is that gas lamp? You have kinda to pick like it up, that, by the way, and that's kind of cool. Yeah, I like games. That do Isn't that. it cool? Mm-hmm. It's I like, I mean, like oh, some, the lamp some, is sitting right in front of me. There's some games, games out there where they do that thing where you start and the very first fight you have is the one you have to eventually win. Oh, you know yes. what it is? It's ukulele, the the sequel to ukulele, uh, right. which I love because. You can go back and try anytime you want, but you just may not have the tools to do it well. Of course, there are people yes. who are so good, they're going to figure out a way to do it on you know minute one. Um, but I always admired that. Or even games where it's like, you walked in here and you didn't notice, but there's like a gem over there that is ultimately going to be your reason for being here. But you don't right. know until you're done. You don't know. I love it's, that. It's very... It's very much like uh, the. It's very much like Bruce Willis being dead the whole time, yeah, right? Yeah. You, you front loaded everything. Of course he's dead. Of course I needed that lamp. And uh, at the very end, you throw that lamp onto the onto the tree, and it, it burns the sorcerer up, and all the all the bad guys leave. There's a bunch of jump scares in this thing, and a bunch of ways to fail. But all the Lone and Dark games that I saw, well, except for three, I take the back. Okay, one and two for sure. You you start at in the attic. Yeah. Uh, let me back up. Let me back up even further. <laughs> okay, back up. Well, when you, you arrive, arrive in a car, manor, yeah, you get there in right. a car, but yeah. Yeah, when you, you you're dropped off in, in the, uh, out of a car, uh, you arrive at the manor, and then you watch this you know this cut scene where you where you go the character comes in and they walk through the entire house, so you get a full look, you know, the downstairs and then like you know the upstairs, and they finally plop you in there, and that's where you start. So you kind of have a, already have an idea of where you need to go because you just walked there. You watched them walk there. Um, and I just, like I said, they, they give you everything you need to complete this game without having to fight. There yeah. are fights like we've, we've been talking about, yeah. but they're very difficult because you're using tank controls. Uh, and it's real easy to get stun locked in fights if you don't get the first hit in. Uh, but the good news is the game was designed so that you don't have to fight at all. You can do things when you first start, uh, the, the the creature that first hits you up is that chicken zombie thing that jumps through the window. Yeah. They tell you in the in the story beforehand that uh, when they arrived, 
uh, your her uncle had pushed the wardrobe in front of the window uh, as it, like he was trying to block a monster. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the first thing you do is you go, okay, I need to go push that. So you go, you go push that over. You don't even have to fight him. Yeah. And then there's this stuff like that all through the game that if you read the stories, you're rewarded. And you don't have to fight because the fighting is the most. That's like the that's like the fallback. <laughs> it's oh, like no. it's if, rough. If you're fighting, it you you probably did it wrong. The only time you really need to fight is when you're fighting against a a, a pirate. You're you're doing a little swashbuckling. Uh, that's kind of cool. And there's some platforming in this too. I don't want to do any platforming. No, in a, in a, in a it's so controls. bad. The platforming is bad, dude. Yeah, like really yeah. bad. Here's the thing, though. I respect a game that yeah. says, hey, if you gain some knowledge, you can solve these problems in a different way. That's very yeah. RPG of it, right? Like usually that stuff's just artificially <laughs> applied with numbers. Like, oh, I'm putting more right. money in or I'm putting more points in intelligence or I'm putting more points into charisma or whatever it may be. But in this case, it's like, hey, if you read that book, right, the, the few pages they make you read, it will tell you how to get around the purple guy. Yeah, and it's you, like everything, man. Yeah, I love that. That's actually a cool thing and not enough games do now. I, yeah, I, and yeah. it's really important to horror survival games that have puzzle solving elements, be, especially the ones that are like that tells the story, which we usually do. It's like usually like in, in modern ones, you would like you would find a cassette recorder right. and you'd play like and you could listen to that, you know, whatever's going on while you do other things. But it's really smart because what it does is engages you with the story to the point that you you know you you get you get so focused when you read that it's easy to have a jump scare. Yeah. So like you'll focus in, you're reading stuff and you've got this particular pace and you it's got your engagement and then suddenly you walk by and you open a door and a zombie's there coming in to attack you. Yeah. And so yeah, just yeah, I like I really said, like it. it really good really good just game design thought out. I agree. In my opinion. Yeah, I think they they stumble on their own control system and their own jank, but that's not their fault. That's that's yeah. a thing of the time. And you were thing actually actually telling some pretty cool story and some some good interconnected sequences. Like like one still I think a really really good game. Now I'd like yeah. to play some would, audio I from would, a game that's less good. I would, Do you want to hear that? Uh, yeah, yeah, but I, I would totally go hang out at Dorsetto and uh yeah, hang out with Emily and Oh, hell yeah. Why yeah, not? I would totally do that. I wouldn't play 20s. her, but you know, I wouldn't. Like I said, she's fine. She's actually hilarious. I mean, as much as as much as he's a weirdo, oh my god, <laughs> she's she's just as weird. Yeah, because you know, there's only because there's only like what like maybe t- ten planes to put up to make a face on a polygon or something. So I mean, it's 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 basically the same. And the movement, hilarious. the movement and animations, they didn't give her new stuff. It still has right his stuff. But I'll tell you what, she looks less stupid running than he does. I'm going to put it out there. She does. She's actually a little faster too. There there are some strategies to to picking the different characters because she does she there's certain things she does faster uh than 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 carnby, carnby. I, hated, I hated this sequence that we're looking at right here where he's walking around yeah the, the lamp and can only see that is hilarious down. because that's the thing we all hate and it was almost what it was the original pitch for this game the original pitch for the game was to be just that that's the reason why they came up with the lone in the dark thing uh you would only be able to see uh, navigate and see in the areas that the light was that was the lamp was lighting up right and so this is such a small part of it, and thank God it is such a small part of it. I am so I glad. Hate that crap. That whole, if that was the whole game, forget it. We wouldn't be talking about this game. No, we'd be talking about something else for sure. Damn straight. Okay, here's some audio from 2. All right, so we start in a similar way, some talking. 22nd of December, 
1924. A little more music going on. Now, here's where footsteps like get that. weird. It's just, it's just shitty. It's not. And they good. don't match. No, they it don't match, match at all. The animation at all. It's just like random. Not even close. There is a funny breathing thing in here. If I can find it, hold on. God, I love the breathing. That really, you hear that? Okay, that's one of them. There's some more coming up. Let's see. I do like the bass. Yeah. I do like that little bass riff. Do Where's the breathing? Oh yeah. There you go. There it is. Did you hear that? Yeah. It's right yeah. into the microphone, dude. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't. I played that part and I couldn't figure out because this is the, that's part of the opening of the game. Yeah. Uh, that you have a partner and he's investigating a kidnapping of Grace, which is a little uh, a small child. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's actually in the room with her. After climbing up the uh, out the the lattice outside, yeah. or something, and uh, and I would, I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be him breathing or if we were supposed to be transitioning to uh, Grace because she's sleeping, mm. and because it was a different breathing noise mm. completely, yeah. and uh, so weird. But then he <laughs> dies very shortly thereafter because um, apparently some kind of g- g- uh, ghost uh, jester touches him. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, no, I didn't you don't want quite to understand touched. what was going on. You don't want to get touched by a ghost gesture. I can tell you that. No, ghost, ghost, just gesture, 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 gesture. Not, not, a, not like a motion, but the the funny guy that the king uh, threatens to kill with the funny feet. What's Why? that guy called? Uh, Je- just gesture, 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 gesture. Not gesture. Jester the Chester, Chester the Jester. <laughs> there you go. Nailed it. <laughs> Anyway, so two's a trouble. It's a problematic game for a lot of reasons. There's yeah. way more reading and stuff. I don't know why I'm why this guy skinned up as as uh, Santa Claus. That's freaking me out a little. Oh, bit. oh, you must be playing. Okay, yeah, that's actually part of the story. Uh, there was a there was like a <laughs> I don't remember. There was two a at de- all. there was a development going on at the same time of something called Jack in the Dark, mm. which was a game that was like almost like a mini game that came as a, they, they released it like in 93, Christmas in 93. Uh, and it, it told the story kind of, 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 of Gracie or Grace is a it Grace is Grace. Uh, and she's in like a, a toy shop and she's got to save Santa. And so it's kind of, it's built on the same engine, but she can't leave that room. Uh, and she only can interact with things. And there's a part in this game where you do that, and she has to do something. Something with that Santa suit. I didn't. I didn't go through all of it. Uh, but yeah, there's there's a reason why he's wearing the Santa suit. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a, a good reason. It's a stark reminder that I only started to and never finished it back then. Right. right. I felt no desire to do it again here. But you just is he drinking a flask? He did. He's drink a flask. You oh can, yeah, because he's Santa Claus, dude. Too. He likes to you know put it away. He likes to put it down. Yeah, I get you it. Put it down, baby. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you. Uh. It's a weird one. Uh. Lots of puzzle solving. Less horror overall. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like just less scary. Um. Yeah. I mean, some of the themes are still like someone's been kidnapped and you got to save the person and it's a kid and rah, like all that. But yeah. it's gone are the eldritch horrors of the first game. I think. At least it felt. Yeah, like they it. they kind of separated themselves from the from the horror part. This one ended up being, uh, and I wonder if it wasn't pieces of that original anthology types telling, and they just kind of like crammed it in here. But because this one's more about, um, this is about pirates who made a deal, uh, and they're living forever. And your introduction to the pirates is they're gangsters because it's the twenties. Never I trust a pirate. Ever. I I don't understand. So like you you approach the house. 
this one has a lot more fighting and mm-hmm. action. Yeah. Um, which is a bad thing yeah. with the tank controls. I you tend got to agree. you got guns involved, which have limited ammunition. No, no limit, by the way, to your uh to your inventory, unlike the first one, which had a limit, like a weight limit. It did have a weight limit, yeah. Yeah, look, there's the clown. There's that weird clown. That's the weird clown shit I was talking about. Yep, I don't like Uh, him. I don't like him at all. I don't like it. No. I don't like it. I don't like those snakes uh, either. Snakes can F off. Look at them. Why don't they eat the clown? Are they in cahoots? They're in cahoots. I I don't... He's following the snakes. I don't know. Like I said, I didn't get too deep into the story of this one. I I do want to go back. I don't want to go back. (laughs) I kind of want to go back. Sorry, he just fell out of his... (laughs) out of a chimney in a room full of like dudes with guns this is rough he's santa but yeah you're you eventually (laughs) discover that these gangsters aren't gangsters that they're you know immortal pirates and you actually get to go fight in the pirate ship eventually you're working from top down again in a large house yeah and uh you do eventually get to fight pirates and I, i that almost enticed me enough to play through but i was i just i just couldn't do it i it couldn't was just, do too it was just too much no but if you did back in the day you played it on dos you played it on ps1 mac and saturn uh some of those versions came later obviously uh yeah alone in the dark three getting oh, sorry go ahead i am kind of interested in getting the saturn version i i think i might would sit through it to if i could use my saturn oof i don't know if it's worth it man well, we didn't talk about this in the first one or the second one, but there is a run mechanic in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually you're walking, always at a walk pace, but if you double tap the forward key uh, or the up arrow, uh, you you will sometimes run. Not always, <laughs> not very consistent. Yeah. Uh, but the PS1 version, uh, I'm assuming the Saturn version probably too, had a dedicated sprint button. Yeah. So it, it made it a little easier to play. Yeah. I heard the loading times were really bad. On the PS1 because it's, oh, it's it gotta based, be. uh, CD based. Yeah, those were bad times for those kind of yeah. games. If you want, yeah. hey guys at home, if you want real great load times, and by that I mean the shittiest ever, the <laughs> PS1's got you covered. <laughs> they do. As a matter of fact, if you have a Mister uh, FPGA, which just does the hardware emulation of it, mm-hmm. um, you can bypass some of that stuff. Thank God. Oh yeah, you got to be able to. Hey, I don't want that thank stuff. God, you can because otherwise, oh, it'd be yeah, such a pain. I would hate it. Now here's some of three. Three's a little weird. Listen to this. Cut it short, Greg. I've got problems. Greg. You're onto a new case. No, not really. No, I'm alone in the dark. I'll explain some other time. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> he said the name of the game. He said the name of the game. Do you have a noise for that? Do you have a name? Do you have a noise for whenever you say the name no, of the game? No, I do it. I mean, I, oh. I don't even have one for film sack where this happens the most. Um, but whenever anyone says the name of the movie they're in or the game they're playing, I have yeah. to capture it. I have to. I have to get it. Yeah. Can we get? Uh, what's that one that uh, don't don't they say it? Uh, didn't they say same same? He says it a lot in uh, uh, Arrested Development. Isn't that the one where that came from? Oh, I, I don't know. Use that line. Same same. same? same? Is that? I don't know. Is that I need thing? to find that clip. I'll I find that. Well, maybe it should be game related. Anyway, I don't remember. Yeah, that. you're right. He said the name of the game. So three looks better. Uh, yeah. I think animation's better, more frames, all that kind of business. Uh, mm-hmm. This thing ended up on DOS and Mac. I don't know why this one never made it to the consoles. It just didn't. Right. And nobody, uh, after two, after yeah. two destroyed what little reputation they had. What's weird is had. it's it's set in a Western themed movie set, which is very yeah. weird. Um, and zombies are there, and there's snakes, and there's saloons, and a bunch of other really more, dumb stuff. More drinking. Yeah, it's a bad. I don't think this is a good game. It's a bad game. It's not a good game. And actually, when I was talking to other people about three, yeah. their memory was that it was a Western. 
It was flat out Western. And I'm like, so not on a movie set? No. Why would that be on a movie set? That's stupid. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Like they probably, the memory was it had some Western themes and, and it, it definitely yeah. does, but it's just a movie set for, for a Western and set yeah. in the fifties or something. So, yeah. So this is still using the same game engine, but this is the first one to be released on CD-ROM exclusively. Uh, no, no disc version first. Right. Um, and, and you'll notice that all these games take place during the twenties. And the reason why, uh, is because doing any lighting effects would be very difficult. So like if you had like rooms with lights and things, it would be very difficult to light those. So everything is just this flat lighting. And it's one of the complaints that people have, uh, in more modern reviews that is so flat but you know it doesn't it's very me. flat but that was the time we, you know we live with yeah. it now this guy the the character i don't like him because he looks like troy mcclure Andy. he looks like troy mcclure look at him carby's he's he's pretty hilarious here this is the last time you'll see carby in this uh 1920s look and i'm gonna kind of miss it i'm gonna kind of miss it look at him big googly simpsons head he just doesn't look right i don't like it yeah no, he, he, he looks goofy and i love it i love and i love every bit of it Ooh, Matter of fact, yeah. if you watch the uh, if you watch the post mortem, mm-hmm. one of the things they talk about is they had all the stuff they had almost all the stuff done. They had almost all the game ready to go. It was good to go, and uh, then they like they 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 rushed the release or something near the end as, as always happens. And uh, he's like, "Wait, I don't have any heads." So they had to like they had to put those heads together at the last second. So if you want to blame anybody for the weird looking heads, I'll blame it happened blame it happened near the end. What, They're just like, what do this, we need? We need some heads. Put some eyeballs this, in there. Do it. Let's go. What's with this spinning kid? What's his deal? Do you see? I assume. Yeah, I see them. They are. That is some weird stuff. And now I'm wanting to play it. <laughs> now you want to play three? <laughs> now I want to play it. They look like they're role playing. I can't tell. They're. Yeah. I don't understand why he's doing this spinning top thing, but I'm really digging it. One of them had a gun, and then he hit the kid, and the kid, t- and then the kid turned into like a cat shadow. It, yes, I love that. And th- when you kill at least most of these characters, all the most of the ones I killed uh, in this one, they turn to cats. Yeah. They, they go, <laughs> and they. It's weird. It's weird, man. <laughs> but I'll tell you what isn't weird. The one I think is actually one of the better ones. The reimagine yeah. the reimagining known as Alone in the Dark, uh, the new nightmare from two thousand and one, and it sounded yes. a bit like this. Name Fisk. First name Charles. Date of birth February seventeenth, nineteen forty four. Presumed date of death October twenty fourth, two thousand and one. Oh, it's all some bad feet, bad footsteps still though. Yeah, two thousand one. Yeah, oh, that door didn't sound right either. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, now we're talking about the one that kind of is the end of the run. Um, I think at least certainly in the retro sense, this is kind of it. Yeah. Uh, and this one came out for Dreamcast, Game Boy Color and the PlayStation 2. Uh, they are not the same game on the Dreamcast as is on the Game Boy Color. I can promise you that. Uh, but this is set in modern times. It is a much more, um, Resident Evil sort of take. I think they kind of felt like they had to. Yeah. Uh, you got to compete, excuse me, compete with the, with the, uh, the horror games of the time. And, uh, it's fine. I actually kind of like it. I, I played some of this back in the day. I did not try it for this week, but it's all right. It was Resident okay. Evil did this series a huge favor by picking up the ball, uh, in, in bringing the popularity 
to to this genre from you know like from like ninety two to like nine years later, uh, this game started implementing like the controls more more controls like Resident Evil more looking more mood uh, the everything was there so yeah if you if you like those Resident Evil games this this may be the best way for you to get into Alone in the Dark probably if I was if I was to say do I need to play Alone in the Dark I'd say like eh. You probably can watch some YouTube videos of the first one. You'll probably enjoy it. You'll get a kick out of all the all the weirdo stuff. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to play it though. This one's probably a pretty good one to play. Um, the new Nightmare, uh, to, to if you want to get prepared for the new one, because I think this newer reimagining, which they say is like this, there's another reimagining, and it's like, oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be nothing like the original, except it's gonna be exactly like the original. Yeah. Uh, so it's. It's going to be, it's going to still, I think, uh, this one's actually going to take place during the 20s, whereas this one took place in modern times and inspired Juve Bowl to make a, a Christian Slater film. Twice. <laughs> in 2005. Yeah. Twice. There's two of them. The second one is yeah. utter garbage. So, the first one is terrible. It's, those are bad movies, yeah. man. But but the new one's supposed to pop back. Uh, it's, it's almost like they're getting a second chance at making the game that they always dreamed of. Cause it's going to go back to the twenties. It's still going to have, it's going to have Carmby here again. Uh, it's going to have, uh, Emily Hartwood. She's back and they're both going back to the Dersetto Manor, which is where they started at one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I just really like what I've seen so far out there. And I really like this game. I played it. I played a pretty good bit on my, on my dreamcast, uh, well, yesterday. So, and was that the, you showed me, you sent me a picture of the dreamcast, um, uh, What's the little oh, unit yes. called? What's that called? That's yeah, the the VMU, VMU. which I have right here. It's the, yeah, it's got the uh, it's got the little display there, and it does it says alone in the dark. So it do that when you're logged that. into the game when the game's booted. That's what that does. It I don't does. remember yeah, that so, happening game with Dreamcast is, games yeah. for some reason. Yeah, it does. Yeah, so wow. certain certain games. This is all programmed from the disc, you know, and it right. uh, it is it is it says alone in the dark, and I think even I I didn't read the manual, but I think in some parts because in this one. You don't necessarily have like a health bar. You have more like uh, how your emotional state is, right? So you'll go in and look, and it's like uh, fragile, yeah, yeah, <laughs> or, or something like that. Sure. And so, uh, as as you take blows and hits and, and and are scared and stuff, and I thought it seemed like a something that it it would once you get low enough, it would like show it on the uh, VMU unit that you're like, you know, you're. A little heartbeat thing or something like that, mm-hmm. but I, I got to go back and look. Like I said, I, I didn't get to play as much as I want. I only get to play like each one of these games for like hour and a half, two hours usually. So yeah, uh, yeah, much more but than that. Well, with it. one you can beat it, but much more than that, you're probably going to start hating the series, and you don't want to do yeah. that. You want to you want to love this stuff. But this game definitely leaned into this this third game or fourth game. Actually, really leaned oh, into the, art, the Resident Evil business. Yeah, look at those guys, all rubbery and stupid looking. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's, um, it's great yeah. because we're looking at this game came along. This is you know we talk about some of these games. Sometimes we say, "Oh, this is a series that kind of always comes late in uh, a console's life." Yeah, this one seemed to be like coming early every time. So this is you know, the Dreamcast was leading into this new generation of consoles. Here we are again. They're going, "Hey, let's uh, let's get out there. Let's 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 put our best foot forward." Unfortunately, that's usually the awkward phase, and yeah. so. Even yeah. though this is leagues better than the than the you know the other ones, it's still it's still kind of ganky. Yep. Well, we'll see what they do with Alone in the Dark to be announced on a release date for PlayStation Five, Steam, possibly other uh, platforms coming up 
Next year some is my are, guess, if I had to guess. So some people are saying 2024. Some people are saying 2023. Uh, t- uh, THQ Nordic uh, picked up the uh, uh, the dark uh, the Lone in the Dark franchise from Atari SA, who was you know they bought in, so many things grains. from so many. And you know what? Yeah. I got to say, those guys have been kicking ass. I love like they put out all these remastered versions yeah. of stuff. The the Kingdoms of Amalur remaster is fantastic. They're oh, so good. Their version of uh, the remastered version of uh, uh, Red Faction. What's the uh, a gorilla is amazing. Like oh, they yes. they seem to give a shit did. about this stuff. They yeah. actually care. Yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah. But but the uh, uh, THQ Nordic 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 yeah, THQ Nordic <laughs> has had the has had the uh, has had the licensor for the franchise since yeah. uh, 2018. So. I don't know. It's according. Did they, you know, did they make good use of their pandemic time? They can release it uh, earlier, I, or I know. you know, I don't know. Or are they just now they've announced it. I, they've, they're showing gameplay. I've seen some gameplay of this uh, of, of it. Can, can we? You want to play a? Yeah. Do we have? Where's the? Oh, we got it right here. Let yeah, me, yeah, yeah. We got a little video there of of the the, the the announcement trailer that this launched here in September. Is this for the PS5? Uh, and they they haven't announced the date yet. Uh, but it looks like gameplay to me. Yeah, it looks, I mean, it's what you hear. Let's get some audio going too. Maddening and our haunting images. New Orleans, they call the rising sun. Oh, it's a cool version of CCR's. uh, thousands of young to salvation have gone. Oh, God, she knows I'm one. Pieces interacted. Don't let them get inside, Compare. They're not the good guy. Well, this is a modern ass game here. Cursed or yeah, yeah. It's a this is future. Ride. That lady contained. You know what I always think of with these things? If you look What's at that? the old game, like the original Alone in the Dark, this character, this girl sitting on the bent on the thing here on the whatever this is, bridge, yeah, yeah. she is made up of what? A thousand times more polygons than your whole character was made up? <laughs> That always I blows never, my mind, you know. There's been there's been 30 years that has passed since the first one, and it's amazing if you look how much progress we made from '92 to 2001 to the Dreamcast, and then you think, oh my god, yeah, no. it's been another 21 years. Yeah, another massive then. set of of improvements and changes. That if you're there for the whole yeah. thing, you kind of miss it because it's just happening slowly. But it's like when you have, you know, when you have your own baby. By the time they're 12, you're like, oh, yeah, you're 12. I I was here for all of it. But if you have a nephew who's a baby and then you don't see him for four years and then you see him again, you're like, what the frick? You're like tall and like have a voice and what's going on? It's like that a little bit. Yeah. I wonder how many I wonder how many floppy disk it would take to just hold her character model. Oh, my gosh. Too many is the answer. I don't (laughs) think it'll work. Here's the other thing about that. Um, The. What was it? Oh, I was looking at Toy Story the other day. The original yeah. uh, Toy Story versus, say, something like, I don't know, the latest Toy, Toy Story, Story 4? 4, let's say, is a good example. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be that, but any any modern Pixar movie. A single shot, like single frame yeah. of rendered content in a modern Pixar movie is larger than the entirety of, the, of, Pix- yeah. of, of Toy Story 1, the film, the entire movie. Right, would fit into one frame of a new Little one. Murphy's Law. Oh, it's crazy. Trying dude. to 
Yeah, trying to apply it, right? Wait, not Murphy's. Uh, what's the what's the law? It's not Murphy's law. Murray's law. No, it's not Murray. I was trying to I, I was trying to remember it, and so I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to go with it. What is it, chat? You guys know this. It's the technology thing where everything doubles. Yes, Moore's law. law. Moore's law. Moore's law. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely not Murphy's law. <laughs> Something bad will happen at will ever, or whatever. You ever worked on any video games? It feels like Murphy's law. All right, I'm going to see the end of this. Let's see what happens here. Have you ever talked to a doctor about your condition? This is madness! Are you crazy? Fall on your knees, wear the mask, raise his name! You know what I love in my horror games? Religious okay. fanatics. Love them. Yeah. Love yeah. them. That's what's so good. It's yeah. going to be, I can't wait. It's it's not going to be a fixed camera. It's going to be third person, but I'm, I'm stoked about a new alone in the dark. Yeah. It looks great. I will yeah. watch that. I mean, I don't know if I'll play it because the scary games freak me out, but it's I mean, I might. <laughs> I'm not going to, but I'm not going to play it. No. Are you insane? I watch, I watch a lot of horror movies and none of them bother me, but video yeah. games that are scary. Resident Evil Seven How, still you do? to this I, day. Oh man, I was curious about that. How'd you do with the the Alone in the Dark? Did you did you were you able to get past the controls long enough to to immerse yourself to actually have any jump scares? On yeah, back then, yeah, or? yeah, back then for sure. Yeah. Today, no, yeah, no. Today no, it's just like nothing. Hey, whatever. It's fine. It's just too rudimentary now for me to get too worked up about it. But right. I could play. If you like put, I said, I it only was it only creeped me out because of it feeling like it was old. Yeah. Which is weird. Whatever, whatever that is, that humans they fear things that are old. What is that? What is what is uh, what, what kind of phobia is that? I don't is know. that it's not even really a phobia. It's just a, a feeling. It's like a, a creepiness of, of old oldness. things. What is Let's that? see if there's a, an actual phobia uh, defined for it. Fear of old things. It's called paleophobia. Oh, so it's paleo. Yeah. Uh, okay. Symptoms of paleophobia. Phobia. Let's see, phobias and listeners physical symptoms. Sweating, trembling, hot flushes or chills, <laughs> shortness of breath, difficulty breathing. They just basically have all that. Uh, yeah. Fear of losing control, fear of fainting. Okay, treatment for this particular one. Hugging your grandma. Hugging your grandma for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, I don't know, feel like it. I don't feel like it's a phobia, though, because, you know, you. I'm not like I'm not like arachnophobia. I don't really have a extreme fear a debilitating fear of spiders but i do go like ooh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like who creeps me out ooh, yeah. i don't care for that how do you like this ooh. one testophobia what do you think that's a fear of uh fear of your own balls nope. i don't know it is it is a rational fear of taking tests that makes oh, sense well, that makes sense yep. that's actually pretty good how about this one optophobia fear of uh opening one's eyes Ooh, i was about to say fear of seeing stuff but that would, that would be a sucky fear well we're talking about being alone in the dark Oh. oh, this can't be real. Okay. Symptoms of in inobisphobia right. is fear of the Among Us video game. <laughs> they made that up. <laughs> it's connected to something called luda, ludicratophobia. I don't know. Anyway, it's a is thing, Is it I like guess. A being sus? Is it like a fear of, of, of other people or something? I think Suspicion, it's a fear of maybe? lying and then no one believes you or something like that. That's what okay. they're getting into. Okay. But the physical that's symptoms funny. are the same. Sweating, trembling, hot flashes or chills, yeah, ringing yeah. in your ears, 
disorientation, tightness in your butthole, rise in blood pressure, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, basically a fight or flight response. Yeah, like all phobias. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, like all phobias. I don't that's, know why that's, they that's bother. That's your body's response. I don't know why they bother reprinting this for every single phobia they have listed on yeah, yeah. fearof.org. Yeah, please, please see arachnophobia symptoms. There you have it. <laughs> or, all right. Yeah. We are going to now move on, uh, and uh, I'm excited to tell you what we're doing next week, but we're gonna. it'll take a minute before we get there because yeah. we're staying. I just like to apologize real quick for, what? For, uh, for talking so much about Alone in the Dark. I really did not mean every week. I'm like, you're fine. You're good. Why did I dive so freaking deep in this? (laughs) Because it's worth it. It's all good. Don't worry. Don't, don't stress. I think, I think all of this, uh, you know, whatever people like our deep dives. All right. That's what they like. Good. Yeah. So take that people who like things. Now this destroy it. (laughs) All right. Uh, we're going to do guess my game. It's where we play some audio from an old game. We try to stump each other as to what that sound came from. And uh, I'm going to start with 1992, and uh, that is the year it came out. It also came out on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh. And the other hint I will give you, it is Halloween-related. Ooh, mine is kind of spookyish, but not necessarily Halloween-related. Well, I shouldn't say the holiday-related, but it's It's got horror. It's a horror game, or it's supposed to be a horror game. All right. NES, here's your sound. Let's see if you can figure this out. Where is it? Here it is. Guesses? Any guesses? I don't know it had a choplifter noise though. Um, <laughs> yeah. So ninety, what year? What year was it? Nineteen ninety-two, same year as uh, Alone in the Dark, actually. Oh, oh ninety-two. Um, NES. Now I know there's lots of Friday the Thirteenth games on the NES, or at least that, that one. Was I very almost popular. I almost picked one of those, but I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, Here's some killing. Splatterhouse had that didn't come out until SNES, right? It's uh, uh Splatterhouse, yeah. Um, it's definitely not this though. How about a booby? Mother, is it mother? It is not mother. No. Oh. Do you give up? Yeah, I can't tell. It sounds like there's some kind of helicopter in there. What is that? It's just a weapon. He swings, swinging a rag around. <laughs> oh, he's swinging a rag around. Yeah, the game. Okay, so I'll tell you the game. Uh, the game is. Wait, why is this different? Oh, you spread this out again. Oh, oh, oh actually, hit the yeah. I I was trying to see Link, and I think I actually double clicked it. My no, bad. you were right. No worries. Where did it? Now I've lost my thing. <laughs> Where is it? Uh, I can't find the game. Hold on a second. That is, oh, is it hidden? You hit it, and I and I actually I hit the I hit the 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 thing i was trying to slide something to look at it and i didn't i didn't slide it back my my apologies it's all right let me just see if i can find there it is okay i found there it, it is <laughs> i had to reveal it it's called ghoul school ghoul, oh, ghoul school. school yep uh this was uh let's see there was a not to be confused with 1988 uh animated film scooby-doo and the ghoul school not that right 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 right, right. it's a whole different thing so basically it's you're taking a shortcut through uh through or shortcut home through the cemetery from school and the oh. school is called Cool High School. Oh, okay. I hate cool, it. Cool High School. Senior Spike O'Hara uh, found a strange glowing skull. He put it in his backpack to show to his anatomy teacher the next day what happened on Halloween Eve. 
blah 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 hilarity ensues you gotta you gotta kill a bunch of creatures in the school oh god i yeah. hate this so much i want to play it it looks like a, it looks like almost like beavis and butthead or something like those era Kinda. games versus side scrolling yeah not even beat them up it's more like uh, i don't know how to describe it but i like the imagery near the end stuff it looks like some of the boss fights are pretty Whoops. Cool. sorry no, that wasn't muted but there it is there's the kid running he's got a gun He's got a, he's got like a he's got one of those he's got a vest on he's got a he's got blue jeans yeah it's are a those Ted vest jeans Bill and Ted Ted vest is what he's wearing yeah yep. with the t shirt oh, white white t shirt underneath black vest on top that's totally Ted is he a painter why does he have those stilts what oh is he, they're uh, springs and you, uh, you it's a thing you find and then you can do more shit with it once you have the springs so let's see how oh, high you can jump now so now he's got the springs this is a little bit later in the game but. I remember playing this back then thinking it wasn't the worst thing I'd ever put my hands on. Was yeah, right? that's that's exactly whatever I see games like this. I always think that, too. I'm like, eh. <laughs> yeah, it's not great in retrospect, but at the time it was fine. Yeah, every every one of these games is always the same. Anytime you have like students in school, it's always like tons of lockers, always yep. like characters. What's the word? It's like they're basically just trying to impede your progress by just standing in front of you. And if you touch them. You you experience damage, so there's always somebody popping out of a locker and and just annoying you and following you at a certain rate of speed. Yeah, it's almost like Castlevania, but without the the fun. Yeah, without the fun, <laughs> without the longevity and the willingness to play it. I agree. Right. Uh, so there you go. There's yours now, Brian. I'm going to play yours. Tell me what year. What are we doing here? I, I, I just it was a little earlier. It was, you you were near the end of the NES life cycle. I was a little closer with uh, earlier there with the 1987. Mm. It's an uh, NES game, uh, and I will tell you it has. Don't get too hung up on spooky, but there there was. Yeah, I don't get too hung up on the spooky part. Okay, we're trying not to. Here we go. Just to get it out of the way, not Choplifter. Okay, everybody. Not Choplifter. Okay. There you go, not Choplifter. Based on a property or just a thing on its own? Based on a property loved by many. Okay. Oh, that part's familiar. Upcoming movie was slated for 2027 release. <laughs> really? There's a movie coming? <laughs> yeah. What is this? Is this Ghostbusters? Uh, no, but, you know, that's kind of probably more the level of kind of creepiness. I mean, not like, you know, it's an 80s IP property there. Is it based on a movie? Yeah, based on a movie. Shit. I don't know. What is this? I give That'd up. be the Goonies 2. Oh, the Goonies the freaking 2. Are yeah. they really doing a Goonies reboot? I didn't know that. They are. And uh well they they well it, it keeps getting stalled, but then they say it's still happening and no and then yes and Well it no, definitely won't be whatever. uh won't be what's his name making it cuz he died, the director. Uh Yeah. Superman director, can't think of his name all of a sudden. Right. Uh, I think the two. last thing I had heard was like Corey Feldman said, mm, probably not. And that was like last year. And so wait, Feldman's yeah. aware of what's going on with it. He's like, oh, yeah, someone's yeah, keeping him informed. But, yeah. <laughs> what? Dude, Corey Feldman. I saw some video of him the other day doing something on stage and he's still trying to look like Michael Jackson. What's he doing? Yeah, I look, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I give 
I give Corey Feldman kind of a, a wide path. I'm like, ah, yeah, dude, we really effed you up. I'm, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Kids, kid actors from the I, 80s did not have a good time. You're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry about that, dude. Yeah. Just if you want to act a little weird, it's fine. Yeah. You go ahead and be weird. <laughs> if you want to be, you want to be stuck in the 80s, it's, it's, it's fine. I Rather have you yeah. weird than dead, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry about your. We sorry about your friends to me in your like you know, Yeah, the Corey. Yeah, the, the Haim, the the Corey Haim. Yeah, that yeah. Was no good for anybody. Sorry, we sorry we let all that crap happen to you. We, yeah, we apologize. We should have probably checked in on you. You know. Something yeah. Like that. <laughs> um, all right. Now for an email. Welcome to the treasure room. Not just an email, two emails. These came to us oh. at playretroshow at gmail.com. I'm going to read this longer one first. It starts from, uh, let's see, this is from Terry J. Terry uh, finally got through. Yes, Terry, what's up? <laughs> Good job. Hey, Scott and Brian, I already told Brian about this game during live show on Twitch, but I'm sure he doesn't remember. Oh, I do remember, Terry. Okay, well, there you go. Already throwing <laughs> you under the bus, Brian. It says, I've been searching for a comparable game to Marble Madness for the longest time, and there has never been anything quite like it. When listening to Brian try to find Marble Madness to play with his trackpad, I decided I would try uh, again and assumed I would fail because there are no. I assumed I would fail, and then there it was. There's a game on iPhone called Marble Race. It is oh. the closest I've ever found to Marble Madness. It does not use the gyro or whatever it's called uh, with the phone, so you just use touch, but uh, the level of difficulty is so close to Marble Madness, and the concept is too. It also has a nice UI, and there are a lot of similarities to how the original game played. The music and sound effects are not great, but the rest is wonderful. Hope you get a chance to check it out. Uh, sent the link. Thank you so much for taking time uh, with this or talking about this game. It was one of my favorites, and I really enjoyed hearing you talk about it. Would love to watch Aww. Scott play it on Twitch one day. Hint, hint. Yes. Maybe yes. I will. Maybe yes, I will. Scott, you, as soon as we get you a track by, I'm telling you, we're going to find Scott a good track ball. We got, we got to. Is that the trick? Is uh, I need a ball? That's what I need to do it. Well, I mean, if you're going to go back and play Marble Madness. Well, that's I mean, true. I don't want to play for, it. Not for Marble Race. Oh, look at this. Marble Race is very... Look, Chad, I'll show you this. Oh, this is very uh, very reminiscent. Do look I get this. Ultimate or just Marble Race? Uh, you get... <laughs> I don't know. Look that one looks kind of like what you have on screen, but then not. Okay. Did I type it wrong? I don't know. Do I not know how to spell Marble? Designed for iPad and phone. You know what? I'll check it out. I've got... How, when was the last time they updated this? Going balls. <laughs> we'll get find some other apps. A year ago. Oh, here it is. Marble it. Race. I found it. So okay. It's not that old. It's like relatively newish. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll Terry, check it thanks, out. Terry. I'll check it out. Thank you, Terry. Yep. That's awesome. Don't also got it, a quick email from Rob in Salt Lake City right here at home. Rob. So just thought I'd drop you a line for my Juno account since you referenced <laughs> Juno Mail a couple of shows back. <laughs> it's still active, but it's my burner spam really? account. Says twenty one thousand unread emails or something like that. <laughs> good uh, good show, guys. Rob, that's cool, right? I didn't know Juno was still. Is that is that real? Is that yeah. is that still available? Yeah, I'm afraid. I'm afraid Juno. to go there. I'm afraid look to real look. Quick. I'm going to go look. Do you know? I'm, email. A, I'm afraid to look because I'm afraid it'll be it'll be this, this big big hack. Let's see, Juno. Yeah, Juno webmail. No, this is a, this is a parked. Hmm. Hold on, Juno. I don't know. Might not be. It is. I went there. It's all weather and bullshit. I went to a webmail Juno. Interesting, though. I have to look more into that like I Juno. care. Like I want to retrieve my old Juno mail. <laughs> uh, let's see. Juno. <laughs> I'd be uh, afraid to. Probably I'll be in there as some uh, some threatening letters from uh, Columbia House. Yeah, no kidding. Actually, I can't find. There's no. All these sites are 
parked. They're none of these are real. Hmm. Can this be? This can't be Juno. If it is, then what is this? Oh, this is just terrible. Gonna, uh, this look, is a, I I know what the problem is. You're using uh, Google. You should be using Alta Vista. I don't use to Google. Search for it. I use. Uh, I haven't used Google search in years. I use DuckDuckGo now, almost entirely. Oh yeah. Well, that once again, you should use uh, Alta, you know, Alta Vista. Alta Vista. Dot com. Are they still around? It goes to Yahoo. It search. goes to Yahoo search. you Making me uh-huh. use Yahoo, and I didn't want to use Yahoo. Lame. All right. Lame, dude. Thank you for your emails, both y'all. And if you'd like to send your own in, playretroshow at gmail.com is all you got to do. Our next discussion and game will be more Halloween stuff, guys. Splatterhouse 1, 2, and 3. Yes, the Splatterhouse series. I actually had this on one of my carts, my multi-carts for my Sega Genesis. Are you going to play it on a SNES emulation? Isn't that the better version? I yes, can't remember. It is the better version. That's where I'll play it. Um, I think I've got, I have that cartridge somewhere buried because I right. owned it way back in the day. Hey, look what the the mailman just brought me. Check this out. What did the mailman bring you? Um, I got a bunch of, let's the see, these are a bunch of die cut stickers that I made of oh. Kirby and jeans. Oops. Oh, I like it. Oh, that is hilarious because it's mostly jeans and then a little, uh, a little Kirby, Kirby muffin top. top. Yeah, a little Kirby on top, baby. A little right. Kirby muffin top. Be giving I some think, of these away. So. I want to thank Doug. Thanks, Doug, for recommending Splatterhouse, of course, which I had kind of I, I was trying to I was trying to figure out what I was going to do with. So I'm glad you you like the idea. But he also sent me these a uh, couple of Dreamcast games, and he sent me Resident Evil Code Veronica. I I, I hope we can get to some Resident Evil. Before the holiday, for the for the Halloween holidays are over, we probably should. Yeah, it needs to be talked about. I played Code Veronica top to bottom, beat that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. top to bottom. Yep, top to bottom. Code Veronica. Hey Veronica, I beat you. Top I to beat bottom. You. Take that. Anyway, Very Splatterhouse classical. one, two, and three next week. That's Splatter freaking house next week it's very exciting i'm looking forward to it because at the time they were edgy and every cool kid had it and parents hated it <laughs> splatterhouse so was controversial no i think i had to go to my friend's house this was high school man i should have been able to have that my mom was like not in this house so i've got not murder murder game in my house yeah, go no. play some more marble madness that's right clean those balls satanic street walking trucker type she'd say anyway <laughs> That's uh, Splatterhouse 1, 2, and 3 next week right here on Play Retro. In the meantime, man, you guys got a little quiet over there on our Patreon. The first time since the Patreon went live, we didn't have one new patron <gasps> since last week. I what? Know, I know. It's a bit of a crime. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. We want to get someone in there. Even at the low level, right. we'll take you. In fact, you know what? The first what three people, do? the first three people that do, I'm going to send them these die-cut Kirby stickers in the mail. Nice. Yeah, so if you want to hop in now at any of the levels, this is your time, this is your place, I'll send you these uh, cost-free. Even if you live in Canada, I'll send you these. Right. As they say, not for nothing. Not for nothing is what they say. And that's what I'm saying now. Anyway, patreon.com slash playretro if you'd like to support the show and never get a commercial ever. You get pre-show content, pre-show, pre-show content every week and monthly benefits you can only get by being a member. So find it, bookmark it, read it, sign up for it. Patreon.com slash playretro. For everything else, it's uh, playretroshow at gmail.com. Frogpants.com slash playretro is our website. You can join our page or our uh, Discord, all kinds of other stuff there. So go do that. 
and uh, at Play Retro Show on Twitter. Hey, Brian, you got anything else that we should say to these fine folks before we go off into the ether? Yeah, watch out for them zombie chickens. Push a wardrobe in front of it. Yeah, do that. Dot yeah. Com, dot com slash hashtag. We're doing like hashtag, a film, a film, sack, uh, film sack Twitter post here at the end of the show. Uh, that'll do it for us. Thank you all for listening. Go play something retro. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. I'm alone in the dark. Yeah, you are, dude. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.